welcome. First of all, welcome. This is Unsolicited Perspectives. I'm Bruce Anthony, your host here to lead the conversation in important events and topics that are shaping today's society. Join the conversation by following us wherever you get your audio podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch our video podcast. Rate, review, like, comment, share. Share with your friends, share with your family, hell, even share with your enemies. On today's episode, it's a sibling happy hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be dilly dadding a little bit, talking about Angela Bassett. Then we're going to go into talking about Florida's new ban on certain books that's very, very interesting. And then we're going to talk about who pays the bill at a birthday party dinner. But that's enough of the intro. Let's get to the show. What up, sis? What up, brother? Man, I can't call it. I can't call it. Now, this you sent me some stuff that you want to talk about. And anytime you send me stuff that you want to talk about, I'm like, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. So I'm going to let you start off this this introduction to Dilly Daddling um, with the two things that, that you really want to talk about. And I am oblivious to both of them. So ladies and gentlemen out there, you're going to be finding out my original thoughts live as we go so go ahead which is insane to me it, it makes it it makes it seem like we did no show prep that's not true we did i got a rundown right in front of me right <laughs> this guy, i got sources and all types of stuff on my rundown but yeah for this particular thing yeah yeah didn't do, any, didn't do any background on it well that's all right so after two nominations angela bassett wins an oscar Asterisk, caveat, it's honorary. Uh, okay. Okay. So now we're talking, this is Angela Bassett. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is black royalty. For the last nearly 40 years, she has been giving us drama. Okay. Mm-hmm. She gave us a, a, a Catherine Jackson, Tina Turner, mm-hmm. Betty Shabazz. Like, mm-hmm. are you kidding? Don't and- forget. Don't forget uh, Mr. 3000, the movie with Bernie Mac. Yes, it was hilarious. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely hilarious. You know, I love that movie. She's also done some Tyler Perry movies. So we, we got some different things sprinkled, sprinkled all up in there. Okay. I don't know why you I don't know why you throw such shade at Tyler Perry, but go ahead. I think everybody knows I don't like no damn Tyler Perry, okay? She was nominated twice mm-hmm. for an Academy Award. Um, but as like anybody who knows, first of all, a lot of people don't know how Academy Awards get decided. You are voted on by your peers. So best actress, actresses who are parts who are members of the Academy vote on the best actress, you know, et cetera, It's like a school et election. It's like a school. So it's a popularity contest. So this mm-hmm kind of felt to me by giving her this honorary Oscar. It's like, girl, we know what you've given us and that you've given us excellence, okay, for four decades. Like, we know that. But this popularity contest, because she lost in 2022 uh, the Best Actress nomination, she lost to Jamie Lee Curtis, which not taking away the flowers from Jamie, but... Mm, mm-mm. It, it's given overlooked. It's given a queen being overlooked. So it's like, here, we'll give you this honorary one. And it also annoyed me because they did it at the, um, they did it at, not on the main stage. It was at the Governor's Awards, which is like <laughs> oh, a smaller God. gathering. <laughs> um, oh, where they give out, because there's many more awards than what you see during like that live taping of the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many, many more awards that are smaller and people don't really. And then, of course, you get your your honorary one. She was, of course, stunning and gracious. And she used that time to like express her gratitude and really spotlight other Black actresses. Um, and like acknowledging their talents and sacrifices. She shouted out Regina King, Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer, Lupita Nyong'o. Um, she also paid her respects to prior winners, um, like Hattie McDaniel, um, Halle Berry, 
Whoopi Goldberg, and of course her uh, mentor, Cicely Tyson, uh, who passed away a few years ago. So like, of course, fans were like, yes, of course, like, we love that we're giving her her flowers and she is long, long, long overdue. This should have been one in a collection of Oscars that she had. But that, but we're still like, but y'all know, (laughs) y'all know y'all wrong. So (laughs) she got a participation trophy Mm. on the side court. (laughs) <laughs> right yes. on the side field. Yes. Like, I I wouldn't have even accepted it. Did she know beforehand that she was going to get this? Or was this like sprung on her a surprise? Yeah, yeah. The governor, I don't, I don't think the governor's award, they do the whole open in the envelope and all of that thing. I think you know when you go there. I would have turned it down, personally. I would have been like, no, nah, I don't want that. She I don't deserves want that. it. Like, she... Deserves what? Just, deserves a, an appreciation an award? Okay, yes. Well, see, here's the thing with the Oscars, right? Because Denzel should have won it many a times, but there have been some times where he's been up for the running and some actor has some incredible role in an incredible movie. And Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, Michael Jordan should have won the MVP every single year because he was the best player that played the game. But sometimes players would have such a remarkable year, like Charles Barkley in 93, Mm -hmm. that they're the MVP that year. So, yes, Angela is one of the best of all times, and she's been passed over. But one of them was for, if I remember correctly, she got nominated for Wakanda Forever. Yes, she got Best Supporting uh, Actress. Uh, um, she shouldn't, I don't think that, that look, uh, if she's only been nominated. Go, go and, back and, and watch it. Yeah, I, I think she was she was really good. But if you like take all of her acting roles, like mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry, like that was not in the top ten of her best acting roles. So right, yes, she should have been nominated that. as Tina Turner. She was. I, I mean, she should have won that year. Yes. But I don't know who she was up against. Right, like if she's up against, um, I don't know, I don't know what year that was. But if she's it up was against somebody, 1994. So she was. It was Angela Bassett for What's Love Got to Do With It, mm-hmm. Stockard Channing for Six Degrees of Separation, also a very good movie. Yeah, that is a really good and She did a really good job in that. Emma Thompson for The Remains of the Day, never heard of it. I never I've, heard of it, but that doesn't I've, mean that it isn't good. Doesn't mean it's not good. Right. Uh, and doesn't De- mean that she wasn't exceptional in it. Deborah Winger for Shadowlands. Also, no. never. But heard you know, of it. they always have those artsy movies in the Oscars. I, half the movies in the Oscars, I don't, I never see. I ain't that. I ain't that cultured. The winner was Holly Hunter for the piano, which I also did not see. But I know the piano was supposedly like this great movie, and it's not like Holly Hunter isn't phenomenal. But like, yes, if you want to, if you want to give multiple awards, like you can. All, all I'm saying is. Angela Bassett should have been should have won an Oscar just because of her excellence, but she could have just ran up against years and just people just had great roles that year. But I'm not taking no damn honorary trophy. You can miss me with all of that. <laughs> like I'm not doing it. I'm yeah. still the same person who mom went into the trash can to go get my gold medal from an AAU tournament that I played in. And I threw it away. She went to went to the trash to go get it out. I threw it away because I was like, I didn't even play that much. I shouldn't even have this. She was yeah. like, you was on the team. You participated. You played in the game. I was like, not that much to affect the game. I don't feel like I deserve this. Here, I'm going to throw it away. Now, I'm an extreme case, right? Yeah, because you're very dramatic. I, I don't, what? Well, you're a cancer. Okay, so. look, cancer slander is not going to be, I, 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 hold on. I'm getting tired of people that attacking cancer. That little that little outburst where Which you outburst? threw your medal away and I don't no. deserve it. Bruce, I that's didn't, I didn't say that. I didn't say see, I didn't see you're making it seem like there was this big scene. I simply walked past the trash can after getting my McDonald's and tossed it in there. I didn't want to have no part of it. I didn't make no big scene like I don't deserve this. I didn't do any of that. <laughs> I tossed it in there. And mom happened to be walking behind me. He's like, what did you do? I was like, I didn't even play that much. I don't I don't even want that. And she was like, you deserve it. <laughs> and she went in the trash and got out. I was like, you can keep it. I'm not keeping it. And mom kept a lot of my mementos that, that I didn't know that she kept because I wasn't that. I was like, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I don't deserve this. So I'm not that participation type person. And if yeah. I was a father 
and my kid got a participation trophy, but he ain't do nothing to deserve it. I'm be like, here, give me that trophy. You don't deserve that just for participating. No, not at all. Yeah, so but here's would, the thing. She does deserve it. But she didn't win, right? Like, I don't want I don't want a trophy for you was almost good enough. I want the trophy because I was the best. It was see, and that's what I think. I think you're thinking this a participant. I think it's more of girl, we know you deserve this and we've known you deserve this for a very long time and you haven't got it because this this award actually is always truly unfair to black women. And what was that and, one year where all the black people won? Uh, are you talking about Moonlight? That Moonlight year? Yeah, it was something like that. It was all the black year where uh, black people won, and then they said the Oscars was woke because anytime black it people like sell or something, they a say a single woke. year. And honestly, it was, honestly, <laughs> it was the short year. attention span of probably the liberal white establishment no, was, in uh, Hollywood. I want to say it was during finally, the pandemic. Yeah, that finally, it, but it was a it was a moment like the the black squares on social media. Like it was like a moment where they mm-hmm. felt like, oh, we're giving it to black people because they they deserved it, and then they got over it, and it went back to being Oscars so white hashtag Oscars so white. So well, I think I th- if they wanted to give her a lifetime achievement award, I'm I'm cool with that, but an honorary Oscar, nah, nah. Let's let's for instance. Uh, one of my friends, he's a professor, mm-hmm. and he was telling me about one of his friends. Damn, I hope she don't watch the show because I'm portraying his confidence. Uh, but they don't but know that, who I'm talking again, about. Again, that's your favorite uh, thing. Yeah, I know, I know it is. But they don't. <laughs> I, I, they, they probably won't know who I'm talking about. And so, she's a best-selling author, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. her book sold a lot on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um. And she's one author of many in this particular book. It's a collection of authors that that contribute to this book. Mm-hmm. And I later found out that the main author says, hey, if you guys want to purchase a piece in this book, you can write a chapter or something. You pay me. I'll allow you to include a chapter in this book because I'm known for bestsellers. And then after that, you could call yourself a bestseller because his book will be a bestseller. So in mm-hmm. other words, they're paying to become a bestseller, piggybacking right. off of somebody else. They didn't write the book as a part of a collection of people that just decided to get together and create a bestseller. I mean, they did create a bestseller, but they paid for the right to be a part of that bestseller. And that's yeah. what I kind of feel like this is. Like, it's kind of like a, you, you, she got an honorary Oscar, mm-hmm. but not an Oscar. So it's not, it's not legitimate, just like these people aren't legitimate bestsellers. I think it is legitimate. It is an Oscar that was given to her by the Academy. What is annoying about it is that this woman has given us four decades of great work. And because she can't win a popularity contest, she hasn't been able to go up on the big stage and accept an award. <laughs> she still didn't like go up peers. on a big stage. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what makes me upset about it. Okay. Like she hasn't had that moment. I mean, shout out to the Academy for giving her, like letting her give her speech because it was 15 minutes long. And, um, and of Did course, nobody see it. You can see it. <laughs> okay, this, so this is the point I'm you trying can to watch make. It on Twitter. This is the point yeah. I'm trying to make. Yeah, it's a I consolation mean, prize. I'm not she, feeling it. She deserves more. She deserves oh, more. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is the most that the Academy can do because she's not winning that popularity contest. Now, if if the members of the Academy, her peers, actually a watched all the movies that they're given that they're supposed to watch all of them. Well, you you accusing people of not being come on now uh, and voted for who was actually the best actress. There's a lot of politics and and scheming and different stuff going on behind the scenes. Something just came out, some producer or something like that. It was a few years ago but about all the backroom shady deals and stuff that they make contact and friends be like, Hey, you know, my movie's up for consideration. Can you guys vote for me for this? Like 
that's what's going on in the background. And if you don't have those connections, the way other people have those connections, and when I say other people, I mean white people in Hollywood, the way they have those connections, then you're just not going to get the flowers that you deserve. So this was the best they could do knowing that the system is unfair. And she is one of only two black women who were even given this honorary award. The other one yeah. was Cicely Tyson, who yeah. of course was also nominated for best actress and best supporting actress, but never won. And again, that's we're talking about, these are people to uh, who for us are like top tier actors. Like we're talking about Cicely Tyson, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I'm happy for her. But at the same time, I'm like, you deserve to be up on that big stage. Okay. You but also, you're making me sound, you're making me sound like the other side. And I don't, I don't like being that, but you also haven't seen that list for what's love got to do with it. Mm-hmm. We ran through the list. We mm-hmm. hadn't seen half the movies. Mm-hmm. So we don't know what their performances were in that. We just know Angela Bass's performance was phenomenal, but we don't know that their performance wasn't better. So we're oh. judging we're judging the two years that she was nominated, mm-hmm. just like the Academy uh, people that vote are judging. Yeah, but you without gotta, get having all the information. Yeah, but you got to think about it this way too. One, it's rare that we even get the nomination. So just because we get the nomination, no, that let means me we finish. Automatic- let okay. me finish. It's rare that we even get the nomination because a lot of times the Academy is not considering quote unquote our movies for Oscar contention. That's okay. number one. Okay. Can, okay. okay. It, it's rare that we even get the nomination. All right. Well, so hold you on. get the nomination. Which one, which one of our movies mm-hmm. didn't get recognition that should get recognition? And where are these movies? Which one of our movies are you talking about? Um, you know what? I don't think Boys in the Hood won for anything. Okay, Boys in the Hood is is great, but who would have won an Oscar? John who Singleton would've... for writing. John Singleton for okay. directing. Okay, and maybe like... Lawrence Fishburne for supporting actor because he was phenomenal. Yeah, uh, Angela Bass's role was too too her, small. She was her role was too, too small, small, but yeah, uh-uh. but. Um, okay, so Boys in the Hood. Yeah, th- so y- you have to think about when you watch it, our movies rarely are in the contention. But I mean, it's like, you know, Boys Oscar in the Hood, contention. that was a quick one, but like, go mo- go deeper than that. What, Bruce, what- we ha- black people, there's a list of, if you've seen these movies, you could get your black card. You've done okay. that before. Yes. None but, of the, a lot yeah, of those the movies. Only ones, the only ones that, that, are, that are great movies, not just good movies to, us, but our great Oscar worthy, these acting performances are for you are really making me sound like Jason Whitlock right now. And I do not want to have this position. And also this topic has gone on way longer than it should have. It should have been a five minute topic and, well, and it's going longer. And I don't feel like sounding like Jason Whitlock, like I'm attacking the black community because I'm a huge black supporter, but I'm just saying out of our movies and, no, and that list that you have, of the 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 movies, the black movies, and have you have you seen these? You got you gave me Boys in the Hood. You're not putting yeah. Minister Society in that category. Why not? Minister Society is not a. It's a good movie, hood movie. It is not great acting in that. Who did great acting in that? Lawrence Tate. I don't think I don't see why he couldn't have been best supporting actor. No. Now, if you said Dead Presidents, yes. Yeah, that's another De- one. No, but not Minister Society. No, why, Dead Presidents. Why yet. not? Because it's not a good. It's not a good movie. There aren't a lot of good actors in there. I, I don't. I don't. I Tate is disagree. A actor. Yes, I, yes. So why couldn't he have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor? Because I, I also don't think that that was a. I don't think that his his role in that was so phenomenal. I think he did a better role in Dead Presidents. Okay, so then why wasn't he nominated for Dead President? You got you got a legitimate argument for that, but you got. Two, you got two movies that you have a legitimate argument for. God damn it. I don't want to have this conversation anymore because now I sound like an ultra conservative right winger. And all I'm trying to do is bring a different perspective to the, ar- to the argument. And I do not like the position that you are forcing me to take. And it's not, but it's not just black people. Okay. You're right. Because it's, not. it's not just us. Latino films, 
Asian films, they rarely, rarely get the recognition that they deserve. Just, if we think these are good movies and movies that win, why couldn't Above the Rim have gotten a nomination? Tupac, actually, his acting in that movie is absolutely phenomenal. I would You're even absolutely do- right. I would even say Marlon Wayans could have gotten the Best Supporting Actor nomination for that. No, no, that's 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 a stretch. I don't think it is. That, go that's go a, back. That's and, a stretch. Go back and watch it from that perspective. My point is, our movies aren't getting the respect it deserves. It can't even get the respect from you. And, and then on, for- I love the movie. I love the movie. I'm just saying okay. it's not all great acting. What I don't understand how you can say that. If you if you because it's not not everybody holds their part. Look. It, okay, not everybody holds their part in the movie. There are some great actors who perform phenomenally in 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 the movie, but it's not the whole cast is not. It doesn't have to be the to whole cast. One okay, person well, wins best actor. One person. If wins you best said to me Malcolm actor. X, right? If you said to yes. me Malcolm X, great movie. If you say to hell, you know what? If we go down the Spike Lee joints, you could um, go down the Spike Lee joints. Spike Lee joints. Spike Lee. Right. And what and what did he get the Oscar nomination for? Uh what 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 was that? His mainstream movie Inside Man. I mean it was great. Look, what, I'm it got t- white look. people in it. Okay. We could we could cut it. We could cut yeah, it. Yeah, this point. is going on cuz I don't like the position I I've, I've had to take on this. This is going longer than I wanted to and there was a second thing that you wanted to talk about and I wanted to get to one of my favorite sayings that I just said this week to somebody that I thought was a great hit and this First segment to Dilly Daddling wasn't Dilly Daddling. It was talking about Angela Bass and her honorary Oscar. Well, and because this... I don't like the position that you took. <laughs> I don't like the position and that I, you made me take. I didn't make you. I didn't make you, you were disrespect to... black films and black <laughs> actors. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. You are not going to say that to me. I did not disrespect black films. All right. There's a lot of crap films across the board. All I was saying was name the black films or name the actors in these black films that deserve to be up on that stage. And I and when, did. And you, I you did. Get, at first and you what, gave me and one. What, and what, okay. You said yeah. name of You didn't say name 17. <laughs> and it's like, how many examples do I have to give you before it's enough, before you see the value in black films as see, well? No, see, no, no, Devin, I hate you right now. No, don't you say that stuff that's so inflammatory and you're not going to have me. You know what? I'm about to scrap this whole segment. This is not going to make no, it on the show. No, this is not going to make in. it on the show. No, Keep not at in. all. Not, not the way you Keep just attacked me right now. Because you took a position that <laughs> no, you need to unpack on your own time no, we can no, go stop. ahead i'm not unpacking anything okay you need to stop people out there gonna be thinking bro i thought bruce was for a black community he ain't for the black community we, I, you gonna have me out there look look my position is this mm-hmm. i'm not saying angela bassett isn't a phenomenal actress and i'm she not is. saying that she should not have gotten an oscar my only argument was we don't have enough information to see who she was going up against to say Oh, she deserved to win that particular time, or she deserved to lose that particular time. We can say under we can understandably say her body of work. Yeah, I don't understand how Denzel only has one for Training right. Day, which wasn't his best acting job. Right? It, it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but also, I don't agree with giving somebody an honorary Oscar. If you want to give them a lifetime achievement award, she's still acting. So I don't understand why you would give her a lifetime achievement award. But I also don't understand why you would give her an honorary Oscar. It's not like she's not going to be doing more movies. But I think the Academy recognizes the disadvantage that particularly Black women Then they face. should fix it, the system and not give out participation trophies. How are they going to fix the system? How are I don't they know. Going, how are we going to fix policing? Gonna... How are we going to fix the education system? I don't know the answers to these, but I'm willing to look for answers as opposed to participation trophies. I don't like it either. Again, okay. I've said I think she deserves to be on the big stage and winning an award because her peers voted for her as the best actor or uh, the best actress or best supporting actress or whatever, for whatever film I said that, but Mm -hmm. also I feel like this is the Academy saying we know is unfair. Okay. And because, and because we don't know if you will ever win, even if you deserve it. 
And and as far as me watching every movie, I'm not in the academy. It's not my job to do that. But uh, I do look. know for a fact that they don't watch all the movies, and it is their job to do that. And okay. if they're not going to do it, then they need to get the hell up off the academy. <laughs> okay. And Let's that's just, all I got to say about that. Uh, okay. Just, all right. I'm, I'm done talking about this, ladies and gentlemen. I wish I had done a little bit more research so I could have <laughs> said, hey, Jay, maybe this is not a dilly-daddling segment because we ain't dilly-daddling at all. And there's a whole other thing that you want to talk about, and this better be short. Oh, it's I, I don't have much to say about it now. I saw I watched the Jonathan Majors interview. He uh he did an interview on Good Morning America. It was terrible. Yeah, I did terrible. see excerpts of it. I, didn't he throw out Coretta Scott again? Again, again. Look, after look. we had a whole conversation in that same interview about how cringy that was. He acknowledged it was cringy, and then he called Megan Good. Megan Good, Coretta again. And it's just like. He gonna stop, stop comparing himself to Martin Luther the King. Well, Bernice King, the daughter of Martin and Coretta, uh-huh. tweeted, My mother was not a prop. Mm. She, mm. please know that my mother was a force. She was just as influential in the civil rights movement as my father. She did just as much work. And when my father was killed, she kept the movement going. My mother mm. was not a prop there to s- set up and to support some great man. That's not who she was. And so, yeah, this whole thing about, oh, Megan's an angel and she's a miracle. Those are one-sided things, right? Mm-hmm. Like an angel bestows blessings. A miracle happens to somebody. Nobody does anything for an angel. Nobody does anything for a miracle. So mm. it just felt That's dumb. Deep. Yeah, it just felt dumb. And then- you know, it's always hard when you watch these interviews and they're actors and you know that they're good actors. And it's like, is this really you or are you acting right now? But this one, it was not hard to tell. He was acting. Yeah, I just was, saw excerpts from it and I was just like, man, come on now. Yeah. And, and, and then, he's really done a heel turn. He has really done a heel turn because I was like, hey, look, we didn't lost Chad with Bozeman. Mm-hmm. He the one. He the next one. He the next and one. And he's not the one. I w- no. Can we bring Chad with back? I wish to God we could, because that right there was not only an artist, but a hell of a man. Yes, he was. All right. That's enough of what was going to be the dilly daddling part, but turned into a heated thing where I was accused of not supporting the black community. Obviously, I'm I'm joking, ladies and gentlemen, obviously. Yeah, but you didn't say it at the time and people probably turned off the episode and was like, I I used to love unsolicited perspectives with Bruce Anthony because I thought he was about the cause. But now I know (laughs) he's just another Jason Whitlock. And don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. On my own show on Tuesday, I will be addressing this entire Jason Whitlock, Stephen A. Smith thing. Jay, you probably don't know what that is, do you? I have seen Stephen going off and calling people er- everything but a child of God, so I know something's <laughs> going on. <laughs> yeah, I- I- I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. But what we're going to talk about next is these Florida schools and these Florida counties and these Florida school bo- boards really doing the absolute most. That's up next. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness, or gearing up for festival seasons, or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. 
one stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth-watering flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated, and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. All right, we're going to get to the Florida public schools first. Mm-hmm. But this is what I wanted to say in the Dilly Dallin. I had come up with a new thing that okay. I had said to a friend of mine, and it was in the spur of the moment. Okay. Right? Hey, when I'm not thinking and I'm just letting my mind just run wild and I'm just saying stuff, whatever's coming to my mind, mm-hmm. every now and then I could drop a gem. And this is what I said to her. I said, I asked her about her friend. She was telling me about her friend that's in a real crazy relationship. And I said, is your friend in love with the person or is your friend in love with the fact that that person's in love with them? Mm. And I think a lot of people out there are dating people, not because, I mean, they like them. Yeah. They like them. Yeah. But I think a lot of people are out there dating people because they like the person because that person likes them. Yeah. And there's a lot of self-esteem that goes into that. Insecurity. Insecurity. They're looking for affirmation from others mm-hmm. um, that goes into that. but. The reason why I brought this up, because the friend was telling me about a friend that's been in this marriage and then woke up one day and was just like, I don't want to be in the marriage anymore. And there was no escalating factors that got to that point. Just person woke up this one morning and was like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't love you. I don't want to be in this relationship. Mm. And I was, and then she's telling me the dynamics of the relationship. And I was like, oh yeah, your friend was in love with the fact that that person, that her husband was in love with her. Yeah. She was never in love with him. She was in love with that infatuation of her. Mm. And, and then when I dropped that bar, she was like, oh, that's deep. And I said, damn, that is deep. I was like, yeah, <laughs> Let me write that down. And I didn't write it down, but I remembered mm. it. And even though in this first opening salvo, I done changed it several times, yeah. the actual words, the general gist the, of it, the I, essence of it yes, is still it's there. Still, still, it's still the same. Yes. So yes. for all those people out there that are listening and are in relationships, take a good observation of where you are emotionally and mentally in that relationship. Do you love that person or do you love the way that person makes you feel because of the way they treat you and the fact that you know that they love you? This is food for thought. Yeah, because you know our partner is our is our reflection. Mm-hmm. So, if you're in love with somebody that's in love with you, that's you gotta because they're in love with you. <laughs> right, you because they're think, in love with you. You gotta think about what does that say about you. Mm-hmm. Are you self centered? There's that too. Egotistical narcissist. Narcissist. Mm-hmm. That's a narcissistic trait. All right. That was just my little gem that I wanted to drop in the Daily Down on the episode, but we was too busy uh, talking about Angela. That was you, smart. You know, I, every now and then, I can go on a rant. Yeah. And I can drop a bar or two. Yeah. Uh, and you know why I can? Why is that? Because I've read books. You read. I read sometimes. And you know what? Reading is fundamental. Fundamental. Mm-hmm. Well, we know that, but it seems like uh, Florida doesn't understand that. So oh, there was boy. a Huffington. There was a 
is it a Huffington Post or the Huff Post? I think it's the Huff Post. It was a Huff Post article titled Florida School District Pulls Dictionaries encyclopedias from library over sexual content. I'm going to repeat that, ladies and gentlemen, in case in case you're like, wait a minute, I know he didn't just say what, he, what I think he said. Yeah, I did. A Florida school district has pulled dictionaries and encyclopedias from the library over sexual content. So I'm going to butcher, like I always do, the name of this county. I think it's Escambia. I think it's Escambia, yeah. Escambia, Escambia County School District in Florida repeatedly, repeatedly pulled multiple dictionaries and reference books off its library shelves uh, for including descriptions of sexual conduct. The district alleged allegedly removed five different dictionaries, eight encyclopedias, and the Guinness Book of World Records from its collection. Uh, this action was taken action after determining that these titles could violate Florida's HB. 1069 bill which restricts sexual which, content the fact that it has 69 in it is weird. right <laughs> 1069 1069 so you got yeah. 1069s in your bill right. uh, and this bill which restricts sexual content from being taught in schools the books were among 1600 titles the public school district took out of circulation last summer mm-hmm. uh also they decommissioned titles that also include biographies of Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Oprah Winfrey, Nicki Minaj, and Thurgood Marshall. There's a there's kind of a theme um, with those mm. um, with those biographies that was being taken down. I know everybody's going to say it's it's not all about race. What about what about Lady Gaga? She's well, a woman. Can, yeah, she's a woman. So it, race and women. Florida mm-hmm. seems to be pointing out through much of their legislation that they don't like people of color or women. Um, or the LGBTQ community. Are they LGBT, who, are they, who Lady Gaga makes music for. Right. Is she a part of the community? No, she's straight. Okay. Well, she might be bi. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know her personal life. I don't uh, know Pen America, a free speech advocacy group, joined students, parents, student parents, book publishers, and authors in a suit which alleged the district violated the rights to free speech and equal protection under the law with its decision. Um, and of course, the school district said, hey, look, banning the books are inaccurate. We simply pulled them for further review. So they're just not in circulation and being allowed in the schools anymore, which is semantics. That's a ban. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Now, some of these books, I, I noticed that they, they did they did they get rid of Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer, which has the N word in them. I would like to know that. Yeah, I don't I don't think that they I don't think that they did. So um, but I don't know for sure. So let me not throw let me not throw shade at that particular uh, situation. But when they were getting rid of some of these literary works mm. that had sexual content in it, okay, maybe. But now they're getting away with stuff that actually, all of it teaches knowledge. You're right. Like all of this stuff teaches knowledge. Even the literary works teach knowledge. But now they're getting rid of stuff that literally teaches definition of words. Google is an encyclopedia. Imagine you didn't have Google anymore. We'd be walking around dumb as hell arguing with folks all day long. Because let me tell you, I Google the hell out of stuff all day long. Constantly. When when I was there uh, for Siblings Christmas. Yes. Every (laughs) conversation we had, we had to Google something at least three or four times. Three or four times. And I know Google was like, man, y'all don't know nothing. Well, okay. Just want to speak accurately. That's all. I, I swear... All of this book banning and the stripping away under guises of sexual content or uh, racism, quote unquote, mm-hmm. their version of reverse racism or anything that makes little white kids feel guilty. Mm-hmm. I really feel like this is a blatant attempt at dumbing down the next generation so that idiot politicians such as, I don't know, the former president, Donald Trump or Mm -hmm. Ron DeSantis, or Abbott. Let me pull up some dumb Democrats, too, so I'm not attacking all Republicans. Um, A dumb Democrat. A dumb Democrat. I'm sure we out here. There's some some dumb Democrats out there. I'll wait. Um, 
I, okay, I know y'all will give me some. Um, Mark Warner, maybe Mark Warner. I don't think he's really popular in, in the state of Virginia. I don't know, maybe Mark Warner. Uh, Bubba did some foul stuff. You know, Bill Clinton, he did some foul stuff. You know, he's also a Rhodes Scholar. He reads. He, he's a Rhodes Scholar. He's a Rhodes Scholar. Uh, mm-hmm. But but I I think this is a an attempt, a blatant attempt to dumb down the next generation. You strip away somebody's critical thinking, you can tell them what to think and what to believe. And if you if you if they don't have the critical thinking, they're just going to follow your lead. And I think that's what they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this is Fahrenheit 451. Okay, you had to... Uh, 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 Fahrenheit 451 is a book. Uh, I think they made it into a movie. I think Michael B. Jordan was in it. I don't know that it was worth seeing, but <laughs> the book is the book is basically about censorship in the United States. They go around uh, and they have a job called a fireman and they actually go around burning books. And mm. the temperature at which a book burns is fair is 451 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that it was just a foreshadowing of where we are right now. And it's, it's not new, obviously, uh, governments trying to control. And there, there was a time in which, uh, the pro the proletariat couldn't even read, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, Mm -hmm. the access to reading and books was only reserved for the rich Mm -hmm. or, or the clergy. So them trying to control, um, the dissemination of information and knowledge that's not new um it's gonna it's gonna back well is it gonna I, backfire i think it is gonna backfire i think because what mm. because what is ultimately the result it's children with less knowledge about the world it's children with less access to knowledge mm-hmm. and they will become teenagers who know less Adults right. who know less. Right. And then next thing you know, we're no longer competitive in the world. It was, It is currently people coming from all over the world to go to our universities. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be a thing. Uh, <laughs> Eventually. Well, the, the good thing about this is not every state is doing something like this. Right. So This is a be- county in Florida. Well, it, Florida is pretty much as a state is doing this type of stuff. Florida, Texas, mm-hmm. we, we've talked about Mississippi, uh, I think Alabama and Arkansas, they all have similar things like this. So mm-hmm. what's going to happen is, is that the kids coming up in those states that are being deprived of this information, they're going to be dumb as hell. But there's yeah. still going to be many Americans across the states that don't have these bills that are, that are going to have access to this information yeah. that are going to be thinkers. The problem is... But now you've made those kids not competitive with other kids in this country. Yes. And then that's how you get January 6th on, two, on 2021. Mm-hmm. You, get a people, you get a bunch of people who are fed lies that don't have critical thinking and they storm a capital mm-hmm. trying to overthrow a government. And they literally said that. They said there's people that were there that said it's a revolution. A revolution yeah. to what? Right. What is your, what do you think is going to happen? What is your the fact goal? that you thought, because again, you don't know history because you yeah. don't read. Don't read. And also the history books be lying to you. Yeah. You thought that it was possible mm-hmm. in 2021 to storm the Capitol and revolt. You thought post-Civil War, mm-hmm. the United States government was going to allow something like that to occur. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Because you don't know nothing. Because you don't know nothing. Oh, but it's still a possibility. It could still happen. There could what? there could be another civil war. It just wouldn't be north and south. It would just be the people that want to preserve the proper democracy and people that want to start an authoritative uh, government. Because mm-hmm. that's essentially what those people want to do. Yeah, is start an authoritative government. It's it's, it's so insane. Uh, this is my last thought about. This isn't even about this, but this is my last. thought. It's, it's all a part of it, though. It's all a part of it. It's so insane that 
what they say out of their mouths is less government, but what they vote and what they do, what their actions suggest is that they want more government to make decisions in their lives. And it's no. so strange. Yes, it's so strange. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you're right and you're wrong at the same time. And let me explain why. Mm-hmm. They do want more government, but not in their lives and the people that disagree with them lives. Yes. So they don't want, don't tech my second amendment. Okay. Yes, you're right. But we'll attack your first amendment. Mm-hmm. Don't attack my second amendment, but we'll attack your 14th amendment. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So, so and, leave my stuff alone. And don't violate my first amendment right to violate your first amendment right. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yes>. It's like... <laughs> Yeah, you beat me to the punch. I was going to get eventually lead there, but you beat me to the punch. Yeah. Don't violate my First Amendment right while I'm violating your First Amendment right. Yes. Right. It is people that 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 want their way of life to permeate and be that as America. Because for some strange reason, they think America is, let's just say Straight, Christian. white, Christian. Uh, well, let's just say Christian. Let's just say Christian. Because they're willing to accept people that aren't white, that follow the rules of what they believe Christianity is. They're yeah, willing to accept them because they will prop they up Tim Scott. Pro- they are not practicing Christianity. No, not not Jesus' teachings. No, no. Not, not, not Jesus' teachings. Not the sequel. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, not the sequel. Uh, but, but no. So, yeah, this is all a part of that, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, hey. Mm. That's the reason why somebody somebody accused me today of being. Ju- uh, they said, "Bruce, you're not judgmental. Why are you saying something?" And it was something I said about Jason Whitlock, which I'll get into on the episode on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But they said, "Bruce, you're not judgmental." I said, "That's absolutely not true. I am absolutely judgmental." <laughs> yes. I said, "But I'm judgmental about certain things. I'm judgmental about people who want to do harm to other people that is not affecting them." So. People who are openly saying, well, well, uh, I want to, transgender shouldn't have any rights. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, how many transgender people do you know? How, how much is this actually influencing your life? Why do you right. really care what another person is doing when it doesn't affect you? Well, I don't think my kids have to see it. Well, your kids are going to live in the world. Yeah. I mean, if you want to keep them in homeschool and I mean, you have those type of options if you mm-hmm. want to, if you want to surround them with lies, but that's not the world that we live in and you can't yeah. change that world. I so don't think I don't, holding people accountable is judgmental. Uh, I judge those people that think that way. Okay. I, I judge those. I judge well, people. Because they ain't shit. Right. They ain't shit. Yeah. Well, I judge people. <laughs> I judge people who want to do harm to other people. That yes. harm doesn't always have to be physical. It could be through legislation, things of that nature. Right. Which is the most harmful in a lot of ways. So. Right. And I'm super judgmental on, um, oh my goodness, what's the word I'm thinking of? Jesus, I just blanked. What's it sound like? Uh, uh, when you when contradictions. Okay. I, I'm super judgmental on people that contradict themselves. Yeah. Not contradict themselves. What's the what's the person hypocrites? Who, hypocrite. Thank you. I knew it started with an H. Mm-hmm. Hypocrites. I'm super judgmental on hypocrites. Yeah. Uh, like that. Really I bugs think everyone. The hell out of me. I mean, I don't know anyone who loves a hypocrite. Um, but there will be people that see. I know that every now and then I could be a hypocrite, but I like when people point that out and be like, "Well, Bruce, this is this and that," and I'm like, "Oh, you're right," because I don't want to be that way. Some yeah. people are hypocrites, and they're just like, "I don't, I don't really care what you think. This is what I think," and it's like, "Yo, you know, you, this is what you just said." Case in point. I don't attack me and take away my First Amendment right to take away your First Amendment right. Like right. there's so many people out there right. that are like, you can't say that, you can't do that, you can't do this. And I can say that you can't. No, you can't. You're taking away my First Amendment right. You're taking away my First Amendment right. right. Like, so that's what I mean by hypocrites. So those those are the people I'm, I'm really judgy on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what the original point of me talking about super judgy. I um, I lost my train of thought because I couldn't remember uh, hypocritical. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. But <laughs> so, in, in summation, Florida, yeah. you are the butt crack of America. One, They're one of them. The whole butt crack is along that. Um, well, 
Yeah, you living in a state that's half a butt crack. It's it's yeah. Yeah, it's half. So a it's butt like crack. the taint. Like it's not quite. <laughs> okay, this is getting disgusting. <laughs> this, this is getting really gross. It's not let's, great, but there's like it's not really doing too much. <laughs> let's get into pop culture. Uh, yeah. which I interviewed uh, Dr. Adrian this past Tuesday. The episode yeah. released this past Tuesday. We're talking about pop culture and the... the uh, My bestie. Yeah, yeah she, <laughs> she, really wants to, she really wants to meet you. We're talking about pop culture and the misrepresentations and inequalities based off of gender, sexuality, and race. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can check that out. That's already on air. Uh, pumping out, pumping out these interviews, y'all. I'm pumping out these interviews now. This, the 100 to 200 going to be a lot more interviews. But as we segue to pop culture, something happened this past week. Mm-hmm. It was a video that was all over the internet, and I could not find the original video without people making commentary all over it. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you guys a synopsis of the video, and me and my sister are going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it's a gentleman with, I don't know, five or six women, and they're all out to dinner. And the server is asking, did you want any dessert? And everybody was like, no. And the guy at the table, the lone guy at the table says, hey, I want to split the check off. I'm going to pay for the birthday girl, my wife, and me. The remaining three ladies at the table are like, wait a minute, what about us? Mm-hmm. And he was like... I'm not paying for y'all. And they were like, you're the only man here. You're supposed to be paying. And his wife was like, no, he's my husband. And he was like, I'm paying for my wife and the birthday girl. Right. But that's all I'm paying for. And they were like, well, y'all invited us. And and, and his wife did invite them to celebrate their friend's birthday. So she made the plans. But he was like, that don't mean that I pay for y'all. I'm paying for my wife, myself, and the birthday girl. Y'all got to pay for yourself. And a couple of women walked out. It was a $700 bill. A couple of women walked out. I don't know what the outcome of the bill was, um, um, outcome of the video was, or what he decided to do. But I thought this was an interesting topic to one talk about this particular instance and then also just talk about who pays for the bill when there's a birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. So let's talk, let's tackle the first thing. Jay, what do you think of the women that said, why aren't you paying for us? I thought it was ridiculous. Let's be honest. And, and, and in saying that, please, alpha men, do not come into the comments talking about she right she does see that genre she knows what she's talking about because the moment alpha males yeah. start agreeing with me i know i've done something wrong you but, mean like in the first segment when you made me agree with white conservatives exactly right yeah i didn't like that stance you, that you put me in you weren't agreeing with white conservatives no i wasn't but i was definitely doing some talking points <laughs> that but, i didn't like but I think, I think first of all, everybody should have been fighting over who's going to pay for the birthday girl. That's yes. y'all friend. Y'all friend. Okay. He was the first person to offer. Mm-hmm. He has no responsibility whatsoever to pay for the rest of their meals. He had no responsibility to the birthday girl, honestly. Yeah, not really. No. He only only to his family and and to his point, he said, "My whole, my, I got my family here. I'm mm-hmm. paying for my family, mm-hmm. and I want to pay for the birthday girl because it's her birthday. She shouldn't have to pay for her birthday dinner on her birthday, right? But y'all heifers, this is y'all friend, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> what do I have to do with the three of y'all? Nothing. And the fact that because I'm a man here at the table, okay." If he came, sat down, and wasn't going to pay nothing, let his wife take care of the bill for him and her, and then then you could be like, wow, you're not even going to take care of your wife. But that's not what he did. He uh-uh. did what he was supposed to do. Yeah. So when I watched the original video, and I if wish I could If you believe in those gendered roles and things like that. Right. Um, when I watched the original video, and I wish I could find it so I could play it for you guys, but if you just Google search $700 birthday bill, women want man to pay for the bill, you can find the video or you can find commentary no, and lengthy the video. Lengthy search 
topic, but <laughs> well, I, I it was specific because I was, was trying to find the original yeah. video and I could not find the original video. Yeah. So in the original video, I went in the comments because I was like, oh Lord, I know what I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see a bunch of men on here saying, see, that's the reason why I don't do nothing. Bunch of alpha men, what you were talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get a woman's perspective. And I to my surprise, there were a lot of women that had your stance. That was just like, no, that's not his responsibility. They, I, and then a lot of them were saying, oh, home birthday girl need to get some new friends. Yes. Because the ones that there were two girls that walked out that didn't even continue to argue. They were just like, oh, no, I'm not paying. I'm not paying for anything. And then walked out. Yeah. They, didn't, they didn't even offer to pay for the birthday girl. Right. They said they weren't paying for anything. All the while carrying Chanel bags. Yeah. So that aggravated me. Um uh, just, but, but I, I, I wouldn't have put myself in that situation because I would have been like, ah, baby, you can go ahead and go to your girl's uh, birthday party. I don't really need to be there. Oh, no, it's very simple. Uh, this is what I do. If we're having a dinner, I'll let you know, uh, you know, there's a two drink minimum or, uh, you know, if we go on the Fogo to Child something, hey, just letting y'all know it's $49 per person or it was. <laughs> I think they raised the price. But, um, you know, I let I let people know. Actually, I'm going to brunch this weekend. And even though a friend of mine, he booked the reservation, he also sent us screenshots of like, <laughs> hey, this is the dress code. This is this is that. Like, just so you guys know and are aware, they don't split checks. So we need to come up with, you know, a plan right. of what we're going to do, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. So I know where we stand. <laughs> I know where <laughs> we stand. But the, I also think it's fair for somebody to say, I invited you guys out. I'm taking care of this. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you I could said do that. that. I said yeah, it. You though. could do that. Yeah. Don't assume. Don't assume a damn thing. Because assume that's going to be your ass. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't say assume makes an ass out of you. I say it's going to be your ass. Don't assume. <laughs> do you really say that or did you just make that up on the spot? No, I do say it. Okay. If you assume, right. that's your ass. Well, I'm, I'm portraying another confidence here. Oh, here we go. <laughs> so here's a story. One of my friends had a birthday party. It was a big dinner. I would say it was about seven different couples at this party. So it was like 14 mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> me and the girl I was dating at the time uh, went to this party. And there's a dinner. Mm-hmm. And I was living with this the woman would eventually become my wife. So it was my ex-wife. But she was just somebody I was dating at that time. We lived together, but we weren't engaged or anything. But we had joint accounts. And, and it was... Hey, it wasn't a great financial time for either one of us because we was both trying to do some things. So we were we were at the startup of the things that we were trying to do. So we were like, hey, we're going to go, but we ain't going to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I was I was like, yeah, we're not going to spend a lot of money. Don't worry about it, baby. We're not going to spend a lot of money. So we go and we get like one drink a piece and we literally order one of the cheapest entrees on the menu, right? Mm-hmm. There was another couple. That was ordering champagne and the most expensive drinks and and most expensive entrees and the whole nine. Bill comes. One bill. Mm-hmm. They said, we're just going to split it down the middle and divide it. No, we not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My other boy was there. <laughs> and he was like, Bruce, what did you get? I said, I didn't get with this total outcome of what they're trying to, to get us to pay. But. It was a friend of mine, so I was just like, I told my ex, I was like, don't worry about it. I'll just pay for the whole thing. This is not going to come out of the joint account. I'll just pay for the whole thing. And she was like, but that's not right. It isn't fair. And I was like, it isn't fair because the total amount that each person had to pay that was an even amount for everybody was less than what this one couple spent, mm-hmm. right? So they ended up winning out in the end. Yes. Because, but And then at the end, because my one boy would not let this go. And then finally, the friend that had the birthday had to be like, look, we got stiffed because everybody was supposed to give us cash and stuff like that. And we ended up being short. So we had to come out the pocket. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, that really sucks for your birthday. Had I known that, I would have given a little bit more because it is your birthday. Right. Like, you shouldn't have had to go through that. Also, you got some effed up friends. Yeah. Because, because like, we wouldn't have done that to you. Yeah. So- 
like there's part part of the reason why I don't do dinner stuff like that with people no more. I don't yeah. like to do it. Well, you know my experience. Yeah, I, we, we told time. that on the show before. Don't, don't don't order a bunch of stuff and think you're gonna split this down the middle. The hell you yeah. not. Everybody gone take a take your calculators and your pens out. <laughs> circle the stuff you got, add it up, put that tax on there, seven percent. Include a tip. <laughs> include the tip. And cash at me. And if and if I come up short, I'm calling y'all and figuring out who the hell owes me money. Now, we're talking about groups, ladies and gentlemen. We're not talking about if it's just you and your friend going out and y'all are eating and whatever, and y'all yeah. decide to split the check down the middle. One person may have had a little bit more. It don't matter because yeah. y'all are friends. You have an establishment that somewhere down the line is all going to even out, right? Like, you get that. Yes. We're talking about groups. Yes. Especially groups with people that you kind of know, but not really. Because yeah. they friends of a friend? Nah, man. Like, so I, I, I'm... I, I hope that brother didn't have to pay for the whole $700 bill. Yeah. Um, I would be those women that left on the bill. I would tell my girl, be like, look, Hey, you need to call your friends and you need to tell them whatever dude that they dating going to have to come see me. Cause yeah. somebody owe me some money. Now I can't check them. Yeah. You should be fighting them. Yes. I can't fight them, but I can fight whatever man that they dealing with because of their mess. So you need to let them know that it's about to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, some friendships died that night. If it was me, yeah. First of I, all, the birthday first girl. First of all, like, don't talk to my husband like that. I felt so bad for the birthday girl, but first of all, don't talk to my husband like that. Second of all, it's given broke. Mm-hmm. It's given real broke. It's given broken and title, which those two things don't mix. Right. <laughs> she did. I the longer clip, she does stand up for like, no, he's paying for me and her. Y'all yeah. are not involved. Like, why? Yeah. He's the only guy here. It's like, I, and then she says something like, "Well, I got a man. Y'all need to get you one." She says something yeah. like that. Uh, but you know, I, I, if y'all can find the video, watch the video. It's pretty good. I just thought it was interesting thing to talk about because yo, money and friends and stuff like that cause a lot of problems. Loaning yeah. people money too. You yeah. know, that caused a lot of problems out there, there in these there's, streets. Be there's careful. no such thing as loaning people money. If that's what I, that's the position that I operate from. There's no such thing as loaning people money. When I give somebody some money, I don't expect to get it back. If I get it back, great. If I don't, okay. Because if I don't, definitely, because that $50 I lent you got you out my life. That's that's something I learned <laughs> from my father. It cost you $50 to never hear from that person again. And Congratulations. I'm going to tell you, Dad stole that from a Bronx tale. Oh, well. <laughs> we giving him credit, but he stole it from a Bronx tale. But I did, listen, that's what I live by. <laughs> no, ain't nothing because wrong with that. Because there, there's been a couple people over the time where I lent money out, never heard, and I never heard from them again. And I don't have to deal with you no more. There's a couple people that I wish I could pay to leave my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jay. What do you want to tell the people out there? We crossed over to k subscribers on youtube yeah, thank you thank you every last one of y'all that exceeded our expectations and we just hope and for this next this next season that mm-hmm. we give you good content so keep up those likes subscribe give us the comments we try to read them but we're also lazy but we try <laughs> I, no, I read a lot of the YouTube comments and some of them are not going to see the light of day. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> some, yeah. some, of, some of them are straight bots because I will, yeah. if, if they leave a comment, I will click on their profile to see mm-hmm. like, is this a real person or is this mm-hmm. a bot? Do they follow anybody else? Have they made any other type of comments? And if they haven't, like, okay, this is a bot. Yeah. The Russians and the Chinese are out there trying to influence people like it's yeah. it's a real thing yes uh, yeah anyway uh but, but just to let you know mm-hmm. we were at uh close to 1800 at the start of episode 100 mm-hmm. we are well past 2200 we're almost we're almost at 2300 and that was in a week so that 100 episode is blowing up uh got over 
It's got over a thousand views already. Really? So, yes, it's got over a thousand views already. So it's got almost 200 likes. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. And we're going to keep giving y'all this content. Hopefully next time when I give y'all this comment, I won't sound like a conservative. Uh, <laughs> you did? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't like that part. Like that. <laughs> As always, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And until next time, as always, I will holla. Woo! That was a hell of a show. Thank you for rocking with us here on Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Now, before you go, don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast wherever you're listening or watching it to it. Pass it along to your friends. If you enjoy it, that means the people that you rock with will enjoy it also. So share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the noise. And for all those people that say, well, I don't have a YouTube. If you have a Gmail account, you have a YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can actually watch our video podcast but the real party is on our patreon page after hours uncensored and talking straight ish after hours uncensored is another show with my sister and once again the key word there is uncensored those are exclusively on our patreon page jump onto our website at unsolicitedperspective.com for all things us that's where you can get all of our audio video our blogs and even buy our merch and if you really feel ingenuous and want to help us out you can donate on our donations page donate go strictly to improving our software and hardware so we can keep giving you guys good content that you can clearly listen to and that you can clearly see so any donation would be appreciated most importantly i want to say thank you thank you thank you for listening and watching and supporting us and i'll catch you next time audi 5000 peace